Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to three years later. Are we making this episode the first one we bring back? Oh, I mean, I don't know. All right, let's do it. Well, the pressure's on now. Oh, it doesn't shit. matter. We can do whatever we want. We have a special guest here today. Wait, dun, 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 dun. Tyler, it's the it's vegan girl, vegan. Holly. Probably. I already said that. No, nah, I didn't know. That to oh. you. It's your girl, Holly, and your boy. Me. <laughs> Who is me? I'm on the edge it's of my I seat am. here. <laughs> Who is this me person? And our special guest. And our special guest, Tyler Egan, vegan. Egan. In the flesh. In the flesh. Tyler Breaking vegan, all the vegan. rules. Squashing all the haters. Here to squash the haters, baby. Learn <laughs> <laughs> to squash the haters. Oh, yeah. This is like a boss. So, Tyler <laughs> won a non expense paid full trip <laughs> down to Small Seed HQ <laughs> to work for free. <laughs> Yeah. It's a pretty shitty deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to, 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 to pay for my own trip here. We have to but then start, you put me to work. We have to start well, somewhere. I got some bars out of it. So, you know what? I'm okay with that. All right. That's a, the yeah, cheapest that's... labor I'm going to find. Yeah. Honestly, that's all you would need to pay me in is Just small C bars. Oh, yeah. And housing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a fair deal. That's a yeah. perfectly good deal. I'm cool uh-huh. with it. And to, to train with you every once in a while. That's I'll cool. keep I'll keep that in mind as we grow. Okay, that works. <laughs> You'll I just come back just, and just housing, gym, bars. Bars. That's it. All I'm for is consideration. That's all. All right, that's fair. We can do it. <laughs> I don't want any part. I don't want to own the company at all. Just tell me to do. All right. Perfect. That's cool. I'm with it. All right. What small seed bars. How many small seed bars? Just like a lifetime supply. Or? Um, how many do you need to eat a day to make that? Happen? Well, I ate five today. But I think it's okay. just because I'm here. I usually eat like two or three. But even still, that's not bad. Yeah, I can afford five. Wait, you ate five today? Yeah, that's because you guys <laughs> gave me access to them. We'll give you a bar for every yeah. hour you work. Okay, I'm definitely in. Oh wow, I'm definitely in. That'll last you a long. <laughs> that's a hundred. <laughs> you don't even need. You don't even need buy food. I'm gonna be a thick boy. But <laughs> 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 thick with a couple seeds. <laughs> uh, you'll be in. You'll be looking like Sonny. Yeah, Sonny. <laughs> Anyway. Looking like a sunny boy. So, what? Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. yeah. Well, my name is Tyler Scott Egan. I, I, when I first started my, my podcast, I was doing uh, I was doing my middle name a lot. I don't know why. I was weird. And I just like saying my full name. You're like, in uh, case anyone's looking up, my social security number is 275512. Yeah, I mean, if you guys really want to, just let me know. I'll give you my, um, my credit card information, too. No problem. The security code is 123. My PIN number is... <laughs> You have access to everything at this. I mean, like, look, Facebook, Instagram, they all have it anyway, you know? It's true. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, but my name is Tyler Scott Egan. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I'm plant-based. I'm, I'm, I'm on this weird thing right now where I don't know if I want to be a vegan or not. Shane's convinced me otherwise, but I don't know. Tyler's a vegan, but he hates you other vegans, so he's considering <laughs> himself calling him a non-vegan, but yeah. continuing to be vegan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, I believe that. in it. I just don't like all the lunatics, so... I hear you. I don't want to be the associated. Movement, the but, movement's getting too crazy. Yeah, but like Shane had a really good point. You know what I mean? Why don't you be what you think veganism is? And I like that. Because I mean, even a lot of people do say that veganism is what you want it to be. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like this set of rules that you have to like crucify everybody for, you know, having a leather catch. 
Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I wouldn't buy one now, but if I had one, I wouldn't throw it out. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. The community itself is, like, so, like, nitpicky and, like... Yeah. N- and not the whole community. Like I was saying the other night, like, it's, I feel like it's a very small percentage of the community, but I feel like that small percentage has such a loud voice that it, it really does, turns, yeah. like, people who are normal like us off. Right. I mean, because you have one person makes a post and the next one shares it and it just kind of goes, like, wildfire. Yeah. And then if you don't share it, they're like, oh, yeah, right. You? When I see those people, I'm just like, you're not doing enough with your life. And you're projecting on other people. I'm like, just make your life better. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah. I just feel bad for them instantly. I don't blame you. It's yeah. kind of sad, you know? Because yes. they don't really have much else going on. They don't right. have much else to live for that, that they have to crucify. Like Miley Cyrus for just eating fish. Like, I get she it. she probably doesn't. But... Yeah. Right. She was probably, you know, pay for play, but... Anyway. It's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. You want to do that and get publicity for saying you're not vegan anymore? Hey, that's yeah. what gets you on the Joe Rogan podcast? Guys, I am... Uh, I eat eight, eight eggs, eggs today. Wow. Uh, eggs and fish. We should let Tof- Tofu eggs. Tofu eggs, yeah. Actually, that is true. I did have that. <laughs> and tofu fillets. <laughs> so there you go. A win-win. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. That's funny. So you are a personal trainer, podcaster. Yeah. I guess that is a way I can describe myself You're a now. podcaster. Uh-huh. I do that. I what's, do that the, what's the name of your podcast? The Plants and PRs Podcast. Mm, sounds very vegan to me. Where can right? we hear it? <laughs> um, Apple, uh, Spotify, uh... Was it like Google? YouTube? YouTube, yeah. I posted on my YouTube channel. My name is just Tyler Egan. <laughs> I haven't, I have decided to like making a YouTube channel. Do you have a link tree? What's that? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. on my Instagram It's page. all in there? Yeah. There you go. We'll yeah. link it up. Yeah, go to Plants and PR's Instagram. Yeah. It's link tree and just choose whichever one you like. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. Plants and PR has its own Instagram. Yeah, it's plants underscore PR's underscore podcast. It's a little confusing. Can you put it all together? Show notes. Yeah, do, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Or it's in my bio on my Instagram page. Oh, yeah. It's just my name. Tyler, Tyler, the, Tyler, Tyler the Vegan Egan. Yeah. That is it, right? Tyler Egan. Vegan. It's just Tyler Egan. It's just Tyler Wait, Egan. really? Yeah. Did it used to be Tyler Vegan? No, it used to be the profile underneath, right? It was like the name. Yeah, yeah. I think I had it in there at one point, but I took it out. Yeah. It's catchy. Because I always it call is. you Vegan Egan. I'm with it. I mean, it's a, it is a it catchy goes, name. Yeah, it goes together. It's so smooth. It, it's it, like, it was almost like a, it was meant to be vegan for that reason, you know? It just kind of worked out. Yeah. And, and, and the second I decided to do it, I had like four people call me that like immediately. Because yeah, it flows. It really does. I know, it's, crazy. it's so smooth. That's why I feel like I literally call them that like before we met you and knew you. And even at the beginning, I feel like we call everybody their Instagram name, but I don't know That's why. That's the only thing I call Egan. people. I know, we're like, oh, uh, this person, this person, who's that? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, I know that person. <laughs> yeah, so the podcast, I do that thing. Uh, personal training. I don't really do it with my other things. Well, to be, you know, people should know you recently started doing this. Yeah. So you're, you're building your well, platform, yeah, which yeah. takes a lot of time. Right. I mean, I do a full-time job. I work for a label manufacturing company. Um, I do all kinds of stuff there. I, I, when people ask me what I do there, I, I really have no idea what to say because I do so <laughs> many different things there, you know? Um, I do, like, I purchase materials and I do a lot of warehouse work. It's, like, really all over the place. So... I have no idea what to say. I just say I work for a label manufacturing company. We make stickers. We make trash. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we make trash. Yeah, I mean, because I think about it. Your we produce labels waste. on. Yeah, we really do. I mean, look at the labels on your bars. You know, they. Uh, yeah. It all goes in the trash at some point. Oh yeah. no, that's yeah. so sad. I know it's kind of sad. <laughs> but hey, during COVID, we were an essential business, so I don't have anything to complain about. Yeah, you know? that's true. I had a job still. It was uh, interesting to say the least. I mean, you can't complain. Cause Not at all. Lost their jobs, I so. know. What was it like? Uh, Sixty million? We couldn't get something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know numbers. Don't, don't don't listen to me. <laughs> don't don't call me on that. 
So we decided to do this kind of like on the fly. Holly created some questions that she always does, and then we'll just probably spin off everywhere from this point after the questions. I expect none of those, you know, all the tangents. What's your first question? Okay, the first question. No, just kidding. Tell us about like your fitness journey. He said you recently got into personal training. So like, have you always been into fitness? What got you into that? Like, where are you at right now in your fitness journey? So I've always been um, active. My parents had me play sports when I was young and stuff like that. I lifted weights in high school, but I was a scrawny little kid. Um, I never lifted right. They never taught me right when I lifted in f- for football. And um, so I never really saw progress. I gave it up pretty easily. But I was still active, played volleyball a lot. Um, I played that pretty much year round. And then after college, I started to drink a lot and eat really bad foods. And I was starting to see myself put on weight, and I wasn't cool with that. So I, I signed up for a gym again. And I, when I started to see results and I heard people making careers out of it, I was like, how do I get there? And at the time, I was dating a girl who was a NASM certified personal trainer. So she helped me get set up there. And I got certified. So now, like Shane said, I have been trying to build my own personal brand online and stuff like that and reach people. I have a couple clients. It's small, but it's, uh, it's something, you know, something to build off of. Um, it's like changed my life, you know, just being able to uh, feel better about myself. Because for me, it's like... A lot of people don't want to put too much stock into aesthetics, but I like looking good, you know, and I like being stronger because I was always such a weak kid and I got bullied somewhat in school. So it gave me a lot more confidence. And then I started to learn more about the human body. And, uh, you know, I wish I had the capacity for school because physical therapy sounds awesome. But uh, I, I there's like an optimal way for us to move. And I want to help teach people that because I just look at people and they're all walking so wrong and hurting themselves constantly. My, I was going to ask you, what do you think is the most underrated part of working out? Like, what do people overlook the most? Actual movement. Everyone's always <laughs> just trying to get super strong. Um, you think that? You think the majority of people are just trying to get really strong? Well, it's either that or I think they're just in it for, to look better. Or to dr- it's it's like all numbers based. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's either losing weight or or trying to get super strong. You know, no one actually does it to, to move better or feel better like that's why I'm like on my podcast and even on my Instagram bio I say like uh, I want to help you move better feel better and look better because I feel like if you really focus on moving better and then you feel better you're inevitably inevitably just going to look better because of it I mean it all kind of comes together and it doesn't just happen with going in the gym and bench pressing 225 you know what I mean you have to make sure you're, you're, you're benching properly and activating the right muscles and your stabilizing muscles are working right and your core is engaged and and you have a nice leg drive and and all these things and and Human movement is way more complicated than people realize. And also way more simple. Yeah. All at the same time, too. It doesn't right. have to be, like, super complicated, but, like, our bodies are designed to move in a, a very functional way, you know, not yeah. all over the place, you know? So why, do you think, why do you think we get away from that? Like, why um, do you think a lot of people have a hard time? Technology. Uh, sitting. We sit a lot these days, and I think sitting puts us in a very compromised position. Um, so then we get up and, you know, because we're sitting so much, our, our leg muscles are turned off. And then we get up and our, our glutes aren't firing properly. And what people don't realize is it's the strongest muscle, most powerful muscle in our body, and it doesn't even work right. <laughs> so then how are people expecting to walk around properly? And then when they get into their 40s, their back hurts because their most powerful muscle in their body is not even working right. What can somebody do to, like, fix that? Or, I mean, say, like, you, you sit at work or whatever, or, like... You're a student, and so you sit a lot. Yeah, you what have you, no like, choice. What are, yeah, 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 yeah. You have no choice. What are things that people can do to like make sure that they're activating it, or to you know 
get back to that place. Because I feel like a lot of us are already at a certain age where, like, we're probably already fucking ourselves up. Oh, yeah, so 100%. how do you, like, loosen them up? Well, I have really tight hips. Like, so, so do I. I. I totally understand that. And um, I think it just comes down to realizing that our bodies are like cars and you have to like maintain it. So you have to do things like mobility and stretching and stuff like that on maybe like an off day from the gym or honestly, in my opinion, every day. But that, that's me. You know what I mean? Like I love this stuff and I, I want to explore the human body and see what it's truly capable of. And I, and I understand not everybody's like that. But like, I mean, you could do like glute bridges for like two sets of 10 every day or something like that and get your glutes firing properly, you know, and stretch your hamstrings out. Like um, Shane and I were talking about it yesterday, RDLs. Like the most functional movement human beings could probably do because you sit down so much and hinging at your hips to sit down is the proper way to do it. You know, you sit down and take a dump <laughs> or sit down in a chair or your couch, you know. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to plop down all the time and I used to wonder why my mom yelled at me. Like fall? Yeah, I would just, I would, and just fall right into the couch. My mom yelled at me every single time. I, like, I don't think she understood why she did it or told me to, but I get it now, you know, because yeah. I was just, I, I couldn't even control my body. And then when I went like falling, yeah, it, it was really like that. So just, everyone should do like a 10 second descension when they go to sit in a chair. I wouldn't say 10 seconds, oh, okay. but I, I mean, I would say like two or three seconds. Just like, be conscious that you're exactly that you're going slow. being, be mindful of your movement, you know, I mean, and being aware of your positioning throughout the day. Do you do meditation to like, uh, focus on like certain parts of your body so that you can really like engage them more? I, I mean, I meditate to focus on my, my your head, brain. but I actually, I have just, COVID, because I had so much time from COVID, I actually started doing yoga more. And that's helped me, like, really tap into, like, tightnesses in my body and stuff like that. And really understand myself a lot more. It's been fascinating. Pose. I'm sorry? Do you have a favorite pose? Um, downward dog was this really, it actually is really challenging for me. Because I actually get really tight lats. My mm-hmm. lats get super tight. So it's really hard to get my hands overhead. Yeah. I guess I should try that one. <laughs> it's really, it, all, it also opens up the back of your legs to right. your hamstrings. Yeah. yeah. Another tight area a lot of people get just from sitting down or legs being in this position. They're curled up. It's really hard to put your foot flat and lean forward. Like, that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I mean... Tight calves. Exactly. I mean, we were talking about opals. I feel like everything posterior chain is just tight. That's the problem. Our posterior chain, it just gets... Can I curse on this? Yeah. Sure. gets fucked by (laughs) by the way we sit and what we do throughout the day these days. You know I mean? People don't even... I see it at my job every day because I work in a warehouse. People are lifting boxes off the ground and they have no idea what they're doing. They start rounding their back out. Yeah, their shoulders are unengaged. They're, you know, they're just they're just destroying themselves. You know, we have all these muscles to protect our spine and our shoulder, like everything. You know, it's it's all so interconnected. So that and then pinch pinch front delts from yeah. always being typing and on our phones. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I had I had that problem. I think I was telling you earlier. I had a really bad shoulder impingement on my right shoulder. I just try to work or like lift through it and I made it work. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Never lift through things. No, I, if it's that painful, yeah. you should never lift through it. <clears throat> Especially heavy weights. So that's what I was trying to do. It was just right. being stupid. Keep in like the 20 to 30%. Should you should stretch it out. What well, should you do? Well, in that particular instance, like with, so these kinds if of things. If you feel like you're injured or if you feel like something's really tight and you feel like it might be an injury, like did you just feel like it might be an injury or did it just oh, feel like really tight? No, it definitely felt like an injury. I just was stubborn. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm not a physical therapist and that's something like that you should definitely go see a physical therapist for because I'm not a doctor or anything like that, <laughs> but I understand it well because like I read a lot of, about it. You know, I'm very fascinated by these things. Like what happens with like a shoulder impingement is your rotator cuff gets put on a stretch and it turns all the muscles off. And these muscles on the backside of your shoulder stabilize your shoulder blade. Uh, so when, these, when that happens, like your front delt takes like all of the blow. And because you're already in this position, <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually impinging on the, the joint like there. Like these? The, yeah, the right here. here. Yeah. 
And I'm pointing to the front of my shoulders so people know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like this here. Yeah. You can't see it. Have you listened, are you read or listened to any of the studies that talk about like the body, the position your body's in actually dictates your emotional state? No, I haven't. That's oh, okay. interesting. So you know how we always slouch? Yeah. It actually makes us more depressed. That makes sense. And the reverse, if you open up your chest, it actually, and I'm assuming it has to do with your diaphragm. Yeah. It actually makes you have it raises your testosterone levels. That makes sense. I mean, because it like it, it opens up your diaphragm. You can actually breathe your diaphragm right. the way we're supposed so, to properly breathe. Yeah, this and way we're suffocating. One thing I learned more recently is that when we sit down slouched over all day, it actually because we can't breathe through our diaphragm, it puts us in a state of fight or flight. And then people have a problem sleeping later, but their their brain's just in that state of fight or flight all night. You know, what I mean, like no wonder you have no problem, you have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. Your brain's not even functioning. You can't even breathe properly. You know. And again, it's not something that we're taught in school, you know, it's not something most people even realize. You know, I had to go out of my way. I spent like $150 on these books to read them. I'm not even kidding. I love it. You know, I have no yeah, problem yeah, spending that yeah. kind of money, but it's just, it's things that people don't even realize. And I mean, yeah, something as simple as breathing, which a lot of people take for granted, but the number of, like, if you really think about it, most of us probably have really short breaths. Like most of us don't take the time to fill our entire diaphragm, and then, like, release it completely. Most people can't even bring oxygen to their diaphragm. Like, completely, yeah. Like, hold. Or hold. Yeah. Like, people just, yeah. Because it's so, we're, like, such short, like, breaths, which puts us in probably that state. Or yeah. it makes us, makes our body really stressed <coughs> out. Really, exactly. Exactly. another funny, interesting correlation. But they always, like, would talk about how, uh, your, they, people say your stomach. But anyway, like, like, go with your gut intuition. Your diaphragm is actually controls your creativity in your mind. Really? I didn't yeah, know that. Direct either. correlation. That's why like old school marketers would run and elevate the heart rate because they have to breathe heavy and then they would create, they have like ideas, but that's why meditation opens up your mind. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And when you sit and breathe, you're, you're opening yeah. your diaphragm and it actually unlocks your brain. Yeah, hey, I can imagine you get more oxygen to your brain and it allows yeah. you to explore more. But like, you know, like Chinese medicine, there's like certain bodies that trigger other things. Mm -hmm. So your diaphragm mm -hmm. is directly correlated to creativity. Okay. Yeah. That's very fascinating. See, that's what I, I want to learn more. Like, I, I think the human body is the single greatest thing we're given in this world, and 95% of us take advantage of it. Wow. Yeah, so and I... gracious. I think it's like 98.3. 90, <laughs> 90, I thought I was being mean by saying that. <laughs> but like, that's, like, that's one of the like, things like I've grown passionate about, and like I, I want to help educate people on how you, should, you can function more optimally, and you don't have to go into the gym and lift as heavy as possible, you know? I mean, I did calisthenics for three years. Calisthenics are fantastic, yeah. you know? I would not want to do them now. Yeah. But I did them for three years. That's because you're and gigantic you had now. To. You had to. You <laughs> I had no choice. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kept you, like, working out. kept you moving. I, I think being able to manipulate your body weight through space like that is awesome, you know? Calisthenics are great. I wish I could do a muscle up. You'll get there. <laughs> I will. I definitely will. We talked about it. Those are hard. Yeah. Even you took Except, them a minute. It, I was telling them the story of how I got determined to start doing them. <laughs> you and Ben. Yep. Just all of, uh, it's truly technique. Muscle ups are just technique. You yeah. can do it at 400 pounds, you can do it at 100 pounds. It's purely technique. I believe that. I mean, yeah. it, it, a lot of calisthenics, I feel like, are very technical. They you know? are. Yeah. And it's, it's, it stems from understanding your body. You know? yeah. Or lifting in general. Or, yeah. Yeah, for it's sure. It's all technical. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. How has um, having clients... So, you worked at a gym, but the gym that you worked at closed. Yeah, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> like, closed forever. Yeah, closed COVID. forever, okay, unfortunately. Okay. And then... And then you have, you still have online clients, yeah. right? How, what's like the difference in that? How does that differ? Do you like having people like in person? Like, are you, are you going to go find another job once things open back up at an actual gym so that you can train people in person? Or like, do you, right, do you like, you know, training 
online virtually yeah well what's like the difference you know um so i unfortunately didn't have too much experience training people in the gym like i i had a couple clients before it closed down okay um but i actually just worked there as a front desk person the my my, the owner at the time super awesome guy he allowed trainers to train there as long as they had insurance he didn't charge them for space or anything like that wow so i I, yeah it was a really awesome deal i'm really sad that's why it closed yeah yeah probably (laughs) um so i didn't have that much experience but like i've i've been training with some of my friends uh more recently and he my one friend i was able to work with him and cueing him through a movement as i was as he was doing it, it helped him a lot so it made me realize how much more i want to do it in person one line's cool and all um i guess it makes it so you can train with more people um i only have like four clients right now but it is cool because like one of my clients is in england which That's is cool. which is awesome yeah. and, and it's definitely been a challenge because there actually is kind of some kind of language barrier there but um Online's cool. I would definitely want to get more into in person because, like, even training with Shane this weekend, like, he pushed me to a limit I didn't realize I could go to. You mm-hmm. know, so I want to be able to do that for people as well. I think there's. I think yeah. I think training in person is obvious has way more benefits, but also takes a very specific type of client to be able to be trained online. Yeah, I would agree with like that. Someone you have, takes accountability. You have to be yes, yes, exactly. They have to be able to hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Correct. And there's some people who don't have that and they need the in-person everything absolutely there's some people who are like hey i can manage on my own i just need some guidance well i feel like a lot of people who are like virtual have to have like some type of like platform that there's like some type of they're like it's not their first time working out you know like they kind of know what they're doing they kind of understand the language that type of thing versus like really starting with someone like fresh like i don't know what i'm doing but i want to get into working out like i imagine that would be much more difficult i actually do have one client that is like that he um didn't even have a gym membership um, he had like a, dumb, a set of dumbbells at home, like an adjustable set, and uh, we actually would do like Zoom workouts throughout COVID. We still do cool. it like once a week. Yeah, nice. it was it was it's it sucks because there's like a delay there, um, and I always end up talking over him at some point. <laughs> but I, it is it, it's a challenge, but it's I think it's already made me a better trainer for that. You know, so I think it'll have a lot of carryover whenever I can actually start training in person again. That's cool. Yeah, Jersey and their gyms. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. In their yeah, gyms. everywhere. In their Never gyms. Wait, so New Jersey's not, none of their gyms are open? No, they're, they're open now. They opened uh, September 1st at 25% occupancy with, um, you have to stay 15 feet apart and you have to wear, wait, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Oh, I was like, oh. I, I was going to say like a full body suit, but I already forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the six feet thing and, and a mask. So no kissing clients apparently. Dang. Dang. Yeah, I know, I'm upset. <laughs> you know, you know what the really shitty part about it was? I was actually this close to getting my first in-person personal training job. Before COVID happened, That's... I went to an interview the Friday before they shut down the gyms. I was pissed. Wow. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Hey, That's look, all right. Things happen, right? Yeah, we'll get a better one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have the four clients I have right now if it wasn't for that. So everything happens. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I'm not, I'm online, online's you're a little more universal because of your plans in the future. Exactly. What are your plans in the future? Um, you know, honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot more, and I want to somehow, and I don't know how, because I'm not that technologically savvy, but like some kind of like make oh i don't want to say courses i don't want to like be like everybody else but i want to make it so i can educate people on how to how to move better you know because i, I really do feel like if you, you focus on moving better and feeling better you will look a lot better so <laughs> is your passion would you say it's more movement or would you say it's more it, it is movement it is movement um i think for me i think lifting weights and movement kind of go hand in hand but i understand not everybody likes you know lifting weights you know some people might like kettlebells or, or calisthenics 
um, or powerlifting or weightlifting. I mean, there's so many different modalities that people can do. I mean, you could just walk. You know what I mean? You don't you don't even have to lift weights, in my opinion. If you did some corrective exercises to, to maintain proper posture and were just mindful throughout the day, I really don't think a lot of people would have the issues they do. I forgot what the statistic is, but if you like do like literally, if you do two 10 minute walks a day, it lowers like your risk for heart disease by like twenty percent. I believe it. Literally. No, I think it's more. It's, I remember it might that. be more. Yeah, but I'm just, I remember that. I'll, I'm being on the shy side because I don't want to get people off wrong statistic. It'd be like eighty percent. No, you won't have a heart attack. Go just walk. Twenty minutes a day, day walking. Right. I, I mean, I kind of feel bad for anybody who comes on to something like this and just blindly listens to us. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do your research, guys. I mean, yeah, I, I've been a certified personal trainer for a year. If you believe me about the, the fight or flight <laughs> thing, I, that sucks. <laughs> like, you should totally research that, you know. I probably messed something up there. Uh, that's all right. That's why I'm taking too much information. You're like, is this from this or that? Or right. Like, am I? I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, what's the last question on your list here? Because I know there was one more. Um... Well, I think we already covered it. What's your... So, oh, yeah. Cause we're What's my last... favorite color? Purple. <laughs> Why? Oh, perfect. That's my um, favorite color. I didn't like how everyone had to be like pink or purple or girly. Oh. So I wanted to be like, I'm a man. I, got, I like purple. True yeah. story. Purple's actually the color of royalty. That makes sense. Royal history. I'm royalty as shit. So. American, like, <laughs> Americans did weird things with colors. <laughs> just but kidding. Let's try to I'm just kidding. Just, I'm Also, for anyone tuning in, I'm What did America do? Because I'm curious now. Oh, no. Just how, like, they made, like, weird orientations around colors. Uh, okay. But, like, in all of, literally all of culture, blue, purple... Red, gold, white, they all signify things. Okay. Yeah. But it's weird to think purple's like a feminine Royal. color. Yeah, I don't like putting too much stock into those kind of things. It's know? like such a dark color, too. Like, you think it wouldn't be. I, I guess mean, not all colors are purple, though. What's your, what kind of purple do you like? Like a like? violetish purple, you know, more of like the, the darker looking one. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I like more the like mainly lilac. I like looking more like lilac. Exactly. Like exactly. Lilac purple. Oh, okay. So like softer. Well, I got the you. female version. Soft. <laughs> I like all iterations of purple. <laughs> Pretty much every uh, color purple. Yeah. Like. Okay. Last question is, how has COVID affected your training? Like, obviously you couldn't go to the gym. You used to train at gym. Oh, like so. for myself. Yeah, yeah. For you. Um, so when COVID first happened, I had uh, two... Three bands, I think. Like the, the big bands. Resistance bands? What? Yeah, resistance bands. And I had the, what are the smaller ones called? Booty bands? Yeah. <laughs> sure, we'll call them. I don't know names. I don't know names of exercises. I just be like, do this thing. <laughs> like I have videos online for my clients. And I'm like, the, the, the name of the video is like 15 words long. <laughs> um, so I had like three or four bands. I had a set of 25-pound dumbbells, uh, a, a dip belt, and um, some plates my landlord had left it there. So I just kind of did whatever I could. I did a lot of body weight movements. I was uh, I was telling you guys before this that I was doing dips on my washer and dryer. Um, I would do like really slow eccentric movements and stuff like that. I would use the bands to accommodate resistance, like meaning that um, if I was doing a floor press, I would wrap the band around my back so when it oh, got yeah. to the top of the movement, it was more challenging. So I would get that booby pump, you know? I do this. Yeah. On a bench, though. Smash. Lucky you. We you have a bench now. I have a bench now, like but I had to invest some money into it six months later. <laughs> no, those and flies. I do flies with them a lot. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's constant tension. And, yeah, because I use a lot of tension at the top of the fly, so that yeah. makes sense. So I like that. I haven't tried it with a fly yet. It's a good one. Yeah. Learn something new every day. So you're doing that. 
Yeah, I was doing a lot of that. Um, what were you doing previous to, like, you were doing bodybuilding style workouts? Um, well, I was rehabbing, like, a back injury, so I was just trying to work through that. So I was working, like, a lot of stability at my hips and stuff like that. And like you said, I, like you said, you had tight hips. Mm-hmm. I do, too. So I was working on, like, opening them up and really trying to work on the stabilization in my hips. Because I, I, I think now a lot of my back injuries stem from mm-hmm. lack of stability at my hips. So I was doing that. And like I said, I started doing yoga, which really helped me understand what was tight in my body and stuff like that. Do you just uh, YouTube yoga? Yeah. I didn't. I don't I don't know terminology that well. Like, I only know downward dog. There's not like a platform that you use or no, like? Or... I honestly, I don't even know how I stumbled upon them, but I, I like a lot of uh, Lululemon videos. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I love Lululemon. That's the company, so. I don't know much about the company. I, just... I don't. No, I just love their clothes. Yeah. I'm like, I, I love their love pants. I love their male pants. I didn't know they made they're 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 so... Yeah, I don't know anything about their company. But their pants are so, they're the, I just like they're cannot, comfortable, like I can they're not. flexible, they have a warranty, so they really? tailor like them to your height like when you buy them. Oh wow. I paid $160 per pair. Were they, were they yeah. worth it? I still have them today. Do they fit my waist? No. <laughs> so, so they weren't worth it then? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I lose weight again, they will. <laughs> they might fit me. Hmm. They probably would, they but probably you can't will. have them. <laughs> Damn it. But the pants are amazing, and they're like they're very they're like flex wear. Okay, it's their phenomenal pants. The pants, the male pants are really good. How, how Have you heard stuff? that? Uh, I I literally just cannot justify spending like three hundred dollars on a pair of pants. Like no part of my brain. What if it lasts me ten I years? I just cannot. Like if like, I literally grow, no, like so, there's no part so of me. I, bought, I love this. I bought okay. I bought them when I was like in the in the middle of running my last no, company, here, so I was on, really pause, small. Pause. Remember how I was saying earlier? He becomes wicked obsessed with something. Yeah. And fucking goes. In yeah. on it. Lulu was one of those obsessions for a minute. <laughs> Whatever. It I was. still had the pants. <laughs> and I'll never get the rid of them. The They're phenomenal. They're going to last me 20, 30, 40 years. Listen, when I'm, 60 years, when I'm 60 years old <laughs> and I shrink back to my size, I'll wear them again. All right. Keep, no, this is your problem. I'll keep, keep them forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never know when I'll need them. I still have my security bouncing shirts from... Eight years ago. Yeah. Seven years ago. I'm like, get rid of these. What the heck? You never like, know. I might need them again. And then I'll literally tell them, like, you got to clean out your closet. I go up into our attic. There's a pile of clothes up there instead of, like, in the giveaway pile. I'm like, dude, you're never going to wear these. I might tell them. I might. No. Yeah, uh, you never know. You should start wearing it, uh, the security shirts again. They think you're Yeah, just go out. I'm sure they do. They were huge. Remember you had an XL? Or no, that, was, XXL? That, was, that was just from the, the gray ones. Not the oh. black ones. The black ones I made for myself. Uh, because I wasn't wearing their shit ones. That's why. <laughs> the, like the the club I worked for I gave out like gray, nasty, ugly ones. The only one they fit me, I got I got hit in the nose and I like bled all over it. So I went fit me more, and I went and bought black ones and had them security printed on them. Yeah, well, I went. I thought everyone just did a standard black security shirt. No, they were gray. That San Diego's weird. You can't even like so like East Coast hardcore bouncers. Like you're afraid of them. They'll fuck you up. Yeah, San Diego. I couldn't even yell at people. Not, bouncers are half like promoters. They're like they're part of the street team to bring people in. Why is the West Coast so soft? And we walk around. Well, why are they on fire? Also? That's yeah, why they're really, so soft. Because yeah, right. they're letting this stuff happen. <laughs> so anyway, let's not get into that. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. That's for another episode. Stop talking. Like, <laughs> enough, enough about making fun of my obsessions. The other <laughs> the other one I want to podcast on. Since enough about you, let's talk about us. <laughs> uh, because, like, you were just saying, like, oh, you love the dynamic between us two. Oh, absolutely. How's, how's like, your stay been with us? Oh, well, I guess let's let's retract. Why'd you want to come down here? Um, honestly, it, 
I've admired you guys from a distance from a little for a little bit now. You know, you guys, uh, you run the entire company by yourselves, right? And you, you said you've had employees before, but I mean, as, since I've watched you guys, I haven't seen it. And uh, it's very impressive to me what you guys do. You guys actually give back so much. You know, you do like the free shipping. And, like, you know, when I first uh, started coming to you guys, you guys hooked me up with, like, a couple free bars and stuff like that. And you, you even sent me samples. And it's just, like, you guys do so much for your customers. And, like, I really appreciate that. Uh, not to mention, like, just from conversations I've had with you, I've learned so much from you. And I just want to see what you guys are all about and what you guys do, you know? Verdict. What's that? <laughs> What's Verdict. About what you guys do and stuff like that. You think, I, well, like, what we're all about, what you think about us, what you think about small seed. Did Shane live up to your Absolutely. Uh, imagination? I, yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I was telling him, like, I, throughout my life, I've never been challenged by people that much. And he challenges me on a level I've never had before. And I love that because I want to be a better person, you know? And I, and, and I feel like you guys probably do it for each other, is my guess. And, and that's why small seed is where it's at. Um, I love your company. I'm going to continue to support you guys. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna do an episode now where I say this is sponsored by Small Seed. It's not really. Don't buy their bars anyway. I'm gonna do something like that now. I'm gonna push funny. the hell out of you guys. Every like one out of six episodes. Okay, I can do that. That's cool. And, this episode uh, sponsored by Small Seeds. I had to pay for their bars. It's but. not really, but go buy the bars anyway. Uh, maybe I'll sneak a couple in, like Small Seed. That's funny. You know, an hour later, Small Seed. That's funny. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, I just turned on something. And, and honestly, I really love how you guys have designed the bars too you know what i mean like you still stick predominantly whole foods you know with the exception of like one thing or whatever it is and um oh i was like what's not a whole food and um you know you 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 tailor it to to fit like you know macros or people or i don't know if you guys actually did that but it worked out perfectly you know i mean i did it on purpose i know you guys don't necessarily like go after the the fitness community but it's perfect for the fitness community it's perfect because the macros work it's it's whole foods that's nutritionally dense and for someone like me nutrition actually matters not just you know macronutrients Uh, Mm -hmm. micronutrients are just as important your bars are loaded with them um and you're about saving the world you know the planet and i mean you're the coaster here says plants save lives (laughs) and i love that i love what the company stands for i love what you guys stand for and you guys really are inspirational to I think everybody, but you know I'm biased now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Of course. Here's a here's a cool question. You see, you you follow me online. We interact online. Am I the same person on Instagram as I am in person? I mean, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> I think you're much cooler in person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, you even said that there's like you know people get like have online personas or whatever. Um, I think there's a lot more to both you guys that meets the eye, you know, that a lot of people probably will never see because of the internet and everything. Was that, what, was that your kind way of saying that I'm fake on Instagram? No, I don't know. I, I mean, you are. I, for, I am. I, right. I, I just mean, don't think you show every like aspect yeah. of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't think any of us do. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't show people me crying on the internet. <laughs> I don't it happens all the time. <laughs> If you want, I mean, look, I listened to the Star Spangled Banner last week, and I was like, "This country's great, and everyone hates it." And I cried a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, everybody, America's great. Uh, endorsed by Tyler Egan. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by America's Great. Well, that's cool. What do you think about our kitchen? I try to tell people which like, kitchen. Good point. We're sitting in the kitchen, so. Like, our actual facility, I try to tell people, I'm like, what we we do, like, because people see us from outside and think it's a lot bigger, mm-hmm. like, physically a lot bigger, as well as probably the whole company is a lot bigger, but, like, now you get to see, like, our office, where we podcast, where we shoot videos, and where we actually produce the bars. Um, I, I would agree. I thought it was a lot bigger, you know, yeah. and I didn't realize how much you guys actually did from home. 
Um, I think it's really cool. Again, I, I think seeing all of it, how you guys do it, how you guys literally do everything on your own, like pretty much by hand. You know, you make the bars by hand. You know, you steal the bars by hand. You pack them by hand. It's, we it, label them by yeah, hand. It, it really is inspirational because I know you guys have um, goals to be way bigger. Right. And it literally has shown me that there is absolutely no excuse for me not to go after whatever I want. That's cool. And that, and again, I know that's kind of what you're that's going what I live for. for. Yeah, yeah, but like it, you guys are truly doing it. You know, I think if more people saw your facility and what you guys actually do, I think they would all realize what you're truly about. You know, not you know just sharing some post and unfollowing you for it. You know, <laughs> they would see you guys. What you guys are doing is like pure, and you and you truly like believe in it. You know. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. thank you. Well, thank That's you, guys. Nice. Thank That's you guys. a great review. Five stars. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I already left a five-star review on the podcast. I'm going to try again. Do they like this place? No, I, just once. No. I'll make another When account. some people are like, you have to review every episode, I'm like, you can't. Like, you really can only review the podcast. <laughs> no, you cannot review mm-hmm. the episode. sad. That makes Unless sense. it's like... No, you can't even. You, can't do, yeah, you, you can, can only, only do, do the podcast. Yeah. I tried on my podcast and it doesn't work. I'm like, wait, let me try to blow my podcast up. I'm like, can, you, can like you make fake emails and be like whatever? I, I, you know, it's connected to a phone number. Oh. Oh well, I mean, Apple is. I don't know how the other ones. Are. I've quite literally never left a review because I'm a piece of shit. But on your own podcast, I didn't really want on my own podcast. Well, you should just one star. Be like, that, <laughs> that male host is a dick. <laughs> he fucking sucks. Tell him to get Jeez. off the show. Bring nice in someone new. <laughs> yeah, where's Sunny? <laughs> um, anything else? I'm happy to be back. Tyler kind of got us back into it. So we were just featured on his podcast and kind of was like, wow, maybe we should stop being lazy and get back on our podcast. Yeah, I would like that. Small Seed Big Impact brought to you, brought back to you by Tyler. Tyler Vegan Eden, who's America's Great.